Welcome to your daily affirmations. Repeat after me, working with others is easier than ever. I strive for perfect collaboration. Our teamwork keeps getting better. Yeah, affirmations are great, but Monday.com can really get you the teamwork you desire. Work together easily and share files, updates, data, and just about anything you want all in one platform. Affirm yes to start. Or tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. I'm Dan. And I'm Mike. So welcome back to 15-Minute Film Fanatics. This is one of our one-shots. I actually don't even know what it's about. Mike just texted me and said, get him, get on camera. We're going to do a one-shot. So Mike, what's up? Okay, so we're going to do a 90s and 90-second segment. It's going to take us slightly longer than that because I have some questions for you. First, how do you feel about Gabriel Byrne? He's, he's Miller's Crossing I could recite from start to finish. I read Gabriel Byrne's recent memoir. I thought it was great. Gerard Depardieu? Uh, I think his Cyrano was very good. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, everyone loves Jeremy Irons, yeah. John Malkovich. Uh, uh, of course. Leonardo DiCaprio. Uh, great, great. Now, what if I told you that they were all in the same movie? I know what movie you're talking about, but which I've never seen, but I'll let you say it. The Man in the Iron Mask from 1998. It actually competed with Titanic, I think, on its opening weekend. So you had a Leo versus Leo type situation. Really? I saw the movie for the first time when I was eight years old. My father mistakenly <laughs> took me to it, thinking it was something like The Adventures of Robin Hood in the 90s and, you know, just covered my eyes over the naughty bits. But, you know, rewatching it, I found out that the entire Internet's been dumping on this movie literally since it came out. And I, I can't think of a reason why. I'm not saying that some of the dialogue isn't stilted or it's not cheesy, um, but especially watching it from later, from 20, 25 years, 20 years later, as mm -hmm. uh, the Three Musketeers would say. Um, there's so many good little bits in it for actors that you end up liking. Peter Skarsgård is in it as Jeremy Malkovich's son, as uh, John Malkovich's son. And really? Man, do they look li alike. If you told me that he was actually his son in real life, I would totally buy that. That may be the best father-son pairing of two actors that are not related that I've ever seen in an American film. I'm just curious. Uh, did you did you turn um, did you turn it on out of like a spirit of contrariness? Like you have the whole internet and you could watch any movie within three seconds, and you're like, no, I'm going to watch this movie. Um, it was a prime suggested for you, and I said, good suggestion, prime. <laughs> uh, I only found out it's one of those situations where I found out after that other people didn't like this movie. I I assumed that people's opinion on it was that it was a well natured romp and. Uh -huh obviously not oscar worthy or something like that but who cares so but, you were in the control group for the experiment like you didn't know anything about it you just went in and watched it i remembered the movie from being eight years old right which, uh, is, which is what every movie's good pretty much every yeah, movie's it, good when you're eight exactly and it's it's got a terrible soundtrack but the soundtrack 
comes during the credits, like when they tell you who the gaffer is and stuff. Uh-huh. You know, and it's full of terrible 90s songs that if they come on, people burst out laughing. But who cares? None of them. It's not like they play during the, the movie. There should be a word for that where your expectations of a movie are really, really low. And then you watch it and you say, like, the highest praises. This isn't so bad. Like, for example, I watched over the last year, I watched Cleopatra, Joe Mankiewicz's, um, you know, Cleopatra, known, you know, up there with Heaven's Gate as the worst movie ever made. And what did I text you as soon as I saw it? It's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's really good. Like there's lots of good stuff with Rex Harrison and Richard Burton. She's great. There's these unbelievably great set pieces. So I- I'm with you. No, she Elizabeth Taylor was just born to be in the movies, but I, I just don't know what everybody's complaining about. The sword fights are good. Gabriel Byrne, I think wears a fake nose. I think don't quote me. Uh, there's yeah. It's, and because it's, great. it's wait, because it's the man that I masked. Do you get to see Leo fight himself? He does fight himself. That's the best part. Actually, there's a lot of creepy lines in the movie. So the 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 first is um, after they take the iron mask off of not Leo, Jeremy Irons is out walking a courtyard in the moonlight and he looks up at a window and the kid put the mask back on because he can't sleep without it after six years. He tries to drink from a cup for the first time and spills water all over himself because he doesn't know how to drink except through the mask. And then uh, at the critical moment when Leo is telling Leo that he's going back to jail, he tells him to wear that mask until he loves it, which is so. It's it sounds it's a little more like profound than you would expect from from the the people who wrote the script. Yeah. Him trying to adjust to regular domestic life sounds. The, it sounds like it's the Elephant Man in the Iron Mask. It is the Elephant Man in the Iron Mask. But I, I'm not going to say that I love the movie. But it's it's a totally watchable adventure. Now, if you do want an Oscar worthy movie, 1973's The Three Musketeers with uh, Sir Michael York is he a sir? Uh, I, I'm, going should with, be. I'm going with Sir Michael York. I knighted him myself. Now you uh, love that movie, which I've never seen. I didn't I know lo- this movie I existed. love that movie. That this movie's funnier. Yeah, good. That movie's funnier than Monty Python: The Holy Grail. Get out of here! It can't be funnier. No, I'm serious. You mean unintentionally funnier? No. You no, mean- they meant it. Every, they meant it every bit. It's a. Um, that is what I would call secret comedy. They didn't. They didn't advertise it to anybody else as a comedy. It's absolutely hilarious. Really? All right. Well, challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. All right. So we thanks for listening to this one shot about um, sword and swashbuckling movies. We hope you follow us on YouTube now at 15MANFILM. You could follow us on Twitter and also follow us where, Mike? Letterbox. Letterbox, where all the cool movie people hang out. Thanks for watching and listening, everybody. Bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.